The Bible says that in the last days, the nations of the world will gather against Israel. The United States remains Israel's greatest supporter, but there's a growing backlash to that support and it does not bode well. But before we get to our program, here's our producer Kevin with an important message for you. Hi, I'm Kevin, the producer of Today in Prophecy, and I'd like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Prophecy Update on Hope for Our Times. Uh, Caroline Glick is a brilliant columnist for the Jerusalem Post. Last week she wrote, Every day Israel is subjected to a torrent of warnings from Democrats. You will pay a price for your support of Donald Trump. Uh, we are told he won't be president forever. And when he's gone, watch out. Uh, these warnings are not baseless. My job here is not a partisan one. There are lots of Democrats who remain strong supporters of Israel. I don't tell people to vote according to party. I tell them to pray fervently and vote biblically. American evangelicals should not rubber stamp every decision of the Israeli government. If they're wrong, we should respectfully say so. But there are two things we must remember about Israel. The first is in Genesis chapter 12, verse 3. God told Abraham, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And later, God made it clear that the amazing promises of Genesis 12 would apply to Abraham's offspring through his son Isaac and his grandson Jacob, the man God gave a new name, Israel. A modern Israel was formed with American support. Minutes after they declared their independence, President Truman's administration formally recognized the state of Israel as a nation. To varying degrees, the U.S. has supported Israel ever since. And you will note that in the years following 1948, American economic and military power struck heights never before seen in the history of the world. It reached new levels of freedom and the understanding of human dignity. And a citizen standard of living rose to dizzying heights. It hasn't been perfect, but neither has our support for Israel. The success enjoyed by the United States in the last 70 years is a testament to the ongoing validity of God's promise to bless those who bless Israel. The second thing we need to remember is the size and scope of the miracle that is Israel. I don't have time here to go through the amazing prophecies that foretold how the children of Israel would be scattered around the world, but the Old Testament is full of them. God also said, thousands of years in advance, that he would gather his people in the land he promised them. In Ezekiel 36, verse 24, God said to Israel, I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all countries, and bring you into your own land. Harry Truman didn't do it. David Ben-Gurion didn't do it. God did it just as he said he would. He said, and bring you into your own land. How is it their land? Because God gave it to them. That has been the word of the Lord for thousands of years. Golda Meir said, This country exists as a fulfillment of a promise from God himself. And Winston Churchill said, You ought to let the Jews have Jerusalem. It was they that made it famous. And the Bible tells us that those who fight against Israel fight against God. 
All the world's talk about Jerusalem proves that the Bible is right once again. That means you can trust it. And not just to know what's going on in the world, you can trust what it has to say about Jesus and is dying for our sins. You can trust it as God's word. Trust it with your life and with your eternal life. Let me ask you this. Do you know that when you die, you're going to go to heaven? Have you asked Christ to forgive you of your sin? Have you repented of your sin? If you have not, then you are not forgiven and you will not go to heaven when you die. In fact, the Bible tells us that you'll be judged for your sins. But if you want to know that when you die, you're going to heaven, if you want to be forgiven, then pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information on this topic, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our new website, HopeForOurTimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.